I totally forget what I'm supposed to say right now. Like, I don't have a clue. Just drew a blank. Anybody who knows me knows I can just ramble for forever about anything. But, I, like, luckily, I can, from the internet, I can read everything I'm supposed to say from the last week. Podcasting to all the Vazeroth, this is World of Warcast, episode number 340, post-BlizzCon edition. Woohoo! I am Michael Gaines. I am Renata. <laughs> you sound so sad. I didn't, I, I, I really do regret not going. I am, I am saying it right here, I am going to BlizzCon next year. Okay, um, I, I will try and go to BlizzCon next year. I, I, I don't see why not. Right. But, uh, here's the thing. Did you I'm, have a good time? I had an amazing time. Um, you know, and, and I'm not saying this like in a negative way, but you no, know, everything was spoiled ahead of time. <laughs> Even Jeff Kaplan comes out when he's doing his Overwatch presentation. He says, "You know, I I know what I can say because I can whip out my phone and see on the internet what I'm supposed to say." <laughs> you know, it's it it was really funny. So, what did we last week? We predicted Diablo four. I yes. think okay because now here's the thing Diablo 4 was leaked in a book. Right? Yeah, it was. So there was that. Overwatch 2 was leaked a couple days earlier. Shadowlands was leaked a couple days earlier. So we knew that this stuff was coming. But the difference is that even if Blizzard said Diablo 4 is coming, it wouldn't have made the energy in the room any less. Because no, and, and the, because the devil's in the details. That's exactly it. And that's that's a very interesting point because if it was a new IP, that's a whole different ballgame, right? Mm-hmm. But we knew Diablo 4 was coming because of the book. So the way that it was introduced was there was this countdown. Oh, by the way, um, the introduction, um, because of what happened in uh, uh, with the um, – Hearthstone, with the, yeah, with the, the Hearthstone with the Chinese tournament. Hearthstone yeah. player, yeah. That, I thought that was very classy. Uh, I I really do. You know, just just to come out and and be sincere about it, I thought was very well done. Well, let's let's assume okay. the people listening have not seen any of this. So what happened was at the very beginning of the opening ceremonies, was was it the CEO of Blizzard? A Blizzard came President. out. President of Blizzard came out. And basically addressed the whole thing with the Chinese player in the Hearthstone tournament, and right. it was, it was, it was a very good speech. It's definitely yeah. worth the, the the opening ceremonies are on YouTube, and and I'll put a link to it in um in our Discord. Um, definitely worth watching. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Um, but I the opening cinematic for. Diablo 4 okay, was so let's, yeah, crazy. So let's get into that. Okay. So Diablo, so they have this countdown, and when it, everybody started counting down from 9 to whatever, the problem mm-hmm. is that it started to slow, so it wasn't like 9, 8. It was 9, 8, slower, 7. It was like, okay, well, I don't know why they did that. But anyway... Um, it got to five, and then there was nothing for four. So, like, everybody knew exactly what that was for. <laughs> and then, like, the opening shot, the place went nuts. And then, I don't know, who somebody on Twitter said that they didn't 
broadcast the audience's reaction on the live feed. So no, you couldn't you couldn't hear the audience. That was one of the things I was consistently surprised at with because I watched most of this on on the virtual ticket. Yes. You couldn't hear the audience at all mm. most of the time. Well, lucky for me, I recorded it. Hmm. <laughs> and the place went bananas. Uh everybody knew that it was coming. Uh-huh. So yeah, but but to actually see it, I, th- well, I think that, it was a whole different thing. The opening thing, and you see the ruined church, and I mm-hmm. went, fats. I said it right on, because uh, a bunch of us were on Discord. We're all chatting at yeah, the same I time. Saw. Said, yeah, I saw. That is Tristram. Yep. That's Tristram, right there. And it was, oh my God, I I am just loving this. I But they only announced three classes for Diablo. Mm-hmm. They announced the Barbarian, the Sorceress, and the Druid. The Druid looked amazing, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. And the Druid they, was from D1, right? It's a Druid from D2. D1 oh, and D2. D2, yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. it was, okay. D2. Um, the Shape Changer. They better have an Amazon, that's all I gotta say. Yeah. Both the Cow King and I agreed we need a Javazon in our lives. <laughs> um. So the 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 opening cinematic. Oh well, I don't know how you saw it, but we saw this opening cinematic, and just as some gory stuff was about about to, a boot. Hello, I'm from Canada. As as <laughs> just was as some gory stuff was about to happen, the feed screwed up on the monitors. No, so, we never had any. We never had any glitch on the virtual ticket. Oh really? No so glitches. I'm gonna, have to, I'm gonna have to go back and watch it. Because what we saw was, you know, the, the cinematic the, the cinematic was playing on the screens inside Hall D and probably everywhere else. And then just as it gets to that, we see, um, you, you ever see uh, somebody's like on Twitch or something, you see the infinite um, uh, views, like somebody has, a, um, they're capturing their video of capturing their video of capturing their video. Yeah, yeah. Yep, it yep, was yep. that. It turned into that. No, we and- never saw that at home. <laughs> Yeah, um, so we didn't. I still haven't watched it yet. I haven't had a chance to just breathe yet. I mean, because it it was part BlizzCon, part vacation, and it was just like constant, like do something, do something, go to bed, do something, do something, do something, go to bed. Now, as a BlizzCon attendant, do you have access to the virtual ticket? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you definitely because we never got that glitch. We got to see the whole cinematic in its full glory. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so then that happened, and then um, let me see what was next. Was Overwatch? No, Shadowlands was next. So Shadowlands. So Shadowlands was near the end. Was it? Was it? Yeah, they talked about a bunch of other stuff in between. I don't even remember what well, it was, was. But let's talk about Shadowlands. Okay, let's talk about no, Overwatch. All right. So so there's Shadowlands. Okay, we knew that was coming. We saw the damn logo. Yeah, well, what did you see? Think about the cinematic. The cinematic was freaking amazing. So I, here's the thing: we know that Sylvanas lives, and at the yes. end of this expansion, boo. But, but were you expecting when she picked up that helmet of the Lich King? Okay, the audience was like, "Put it on, put it on." <laughs> no, we never heard that. That's that's oh cool. That's great. The, the whole audience would just scream, "Put it on." And she tears the thing in half. Like, oh my God. Nobody saw that coming. And Bolvar is just staring at her like, oh my God. Um, so, no, we didn't really expect any of that to happen. 
None of it. We, we, we had a feeling that the Lich King was going to get involved. But there were rumors that the Lich King was going to be around at the end of this expansion. Not this, you know, this up in Shadowlands coming up. So we found out uh, through the grapevine that Bolvar is actually going to be um, pretty important to the next expansion. It's not like, oh, here he is in the, uh, in the cinematic and then poof, you're out. Well, well, that makes sense because he's one of the characters that has a, a, a foot in both worlds. Oh, sure, but he's got that permanent tan going. That's so, true. <laughs> you know what's going on with that? Um, so, I, I I'm trying to gather my thoughts together. Okay, it it seems now that they're playing the long game with all of this. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is that the events that happen in in Shadowlands um, started with Wrath of Lich King. Yes. Um, and so in this expansion now, uh, BFA, she torches the tree. Now, why does she torch the tree? Because everybody was projecting, like, why does she do it? Why does she do it? Is she evil? Um, yes, she is. And fight me on that. I don't care. No, but, goes without saying. No, she is. I, you know, I, I'm I don't fully care. You're, on you're... board with that. She's still my. <laughs> she's still my war chief. Anyway, <laughs> you don't murder millions of people and just go. Nah, she's not evil. So no, no, she's evil. She can be evil and my war chief. Okay. All right. <laughs> I I wouldn't follow her. Um, but anyway, well, some of my characters would, some of my characters won't. I've always said my Pandaren mage would look, say, and I'm going to apologize for the language. Listen, lady. Um, <laughs> okay. I understand you got this whole war chief thing going, but frankly, you're kind of batshit crazy. So yeah. I'm going to go over here and, you know, talk to somebody else. Yes. That's my, that's my Panda mage. So the reason why she torched the tree among other things is because she is apparently feeding this area called the Maw. Mm-hmm. And pr- and she's got to deal with the Jailer. Right. So that's why she did it. She didn't do it... To, well, she's evil. She didn't she do didn't, it to, out of she spite. She didn't do it out of random spite. Right, right, right. So um, so why... Like, who is it? Okay, one other thing about the Jailer is that it, it's a character we, we've never met before, but is going to be important in the next expansion. It's like, okay, so it's not like, you know, you know the Jailer is from like Warcraft 1 or, you know, something like that. It's, it's, he's not, or she's not, or it's not, whatever. Yeah. Um, we don't know if it's he, she, it, is it, is it a demon? I don't know, whatever. We don't know. Almost doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. But, um, She's got some deal with the jailer. And uh-huh. so everything that she's done has been because of this. And that's why, you know, the whole long game thing uh-huh. um, has been happening. So, I appreciate that. I appreciate the long game. I really do, too. As somebody who likes watching like long, long form on TV. Uh-huh. Um, you know, not like ep- there's a place for episodic TV, and then there's there's a place for serialized television, like 24 or Star Trek or you know whatever. Or books. I I enjoy the 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 Harry Dresden series by Jim Butcher because he mm-hmm. foreshadows things you know ten books ahead. Yeah, you know it's it's great. Anyway, go ahead. So um, 
Th- that's the cinematic. And then um, there's the whole... I played Shadowlands at the demo. Okay, but so it, you've actually been in Bastion. Yeah, but but here's the thing. The demo is just like... It, it could it could be retail right now. There wasn't anything really ooh-ah about it that was so different or so special. It was great. It was cool to look at, but it you only got to play for 15 minutes. Mm. Um, the only difference was that when you died, you don't turn into your ghost form and walk around like normal. Mm. The what way happens? that I, here's the, this is the way I described it to Allie. So let's say you have um, a fake cloth ghost that you made in five mm-hmm. minutes and you put it on a rope and you pulled it, right? Mm-hmm. That sort of floating where you're, you know, your head is leading your body, that's what you become. The music ah. is different. The animation is different. Um, and, and they said that. They, they uh, alluded to that, I think, in the deep dive. Yeah, they, they did, that, that, that it wouldn't look the same. Yeah. Um, so the gameplay it really wasn't that much different. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm just saying, okay, well, it looks great, but you know, I was hoping to see... I, I, I'll put it to you this way. If you're going to win online for like an hour or two to play a 15-minute demo, like you got to wow me. And you know, pun intended. But like, I heard that the Diablo... I didn't do Diablo. I should have done that. But I heard that the Diablo demo was amazing. So... See, I probably would have beelined for the Diablo demo, but <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I mean, Bastion to me looked a lot. I've seen some of the the concept art. It looks yeah. a lot like the the warrior, um, the 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 warrior class hall. Oh, okay. In yeah. uh, in Legion, so I mean, the artwork is not that different mm-hmm. in some ways. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Overwatch two. Interesting that it's more like a um, an expansion than a new version. Mm. Uh, there's a new engine. <sighs> However, it's it's sort of like a it's it's cross between an expansion and a new game. Okay. Um, I haven't played Overwatch in over a year, so mm-hmm. I've never played Overwatch, so I don't know. Yeah. It, they didn't. Uh, so they have the new maps, and, and they have some other things that are new. But there wasn't anything to me that just said, "Ooh, I gotta play this." Mm-hmm. They, some people have been asking about story mode. I get that. PVE to me, like I wouldn't play PVE for the same reason why I didn't like PVE in like Unreal Tournament years ago. It's like you're playing against a bunch of bots. Granted, the bots were crappy bots back then. But the thing is, is is that I I think a game like Overwatch is defined by the multiplayer, mm-hmm. so that's that's what I would do. I would I I have no interest in PVE in uh, Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was that. Uh, what else? There was Warcraft Reforged, Warcraft Three Reforged, which they just hinted on for a second. Um. Yeah, supposedly everyone who has who went to BlizzCon and everyone was a virtual ticket is going to get a is going to get a beta yes. invite to that. As a matter of fact, I have it up right now. Do I have it? Uh, oh, I have to install it. Oh yeah, here mm-hmm. it is. Warcraft Three Reforged Beta. So yes, I do have it. Yeah, I have it. I have it installed. So, what pa- what interesting panels did you go to? Did well, you go to the voice panel? I did go to. Oh, okay, the voice panel. Um. 
here all right i i can't talk about panels without having a bit of a complaint about the way the whole thing was set up okay i've got my own complaint about the voice panel but you go first the way that blizzcon was set up this year it used to be that you would have to have a ticket to get into the building the main building Mm-hmm. Now what they did was they fenced off the entire area of the entire convention center. So you can get on the convention center grounds without um, a, a badge. It was a wristband, wasn't wrist, it? Wrist, well, it was both. Um, but here's the thing. Um, the issue that I had with the whole thing is that the panels that I would usually see in like Hall C or something like that, um, were now in the North Hall. So uh-huh. you had to go, you had to find your way out, walk up, you know, like a thousand feet or something, and then get to the North Hall, walk up the stairs or take the escalator, go through the Dark Moon Fair, and then sit at the panel. Okay, the, the problem with that is that it used to be that the panels would run from like the, the hour to five of, and then you would meander on to wherever it was that you needed to go. Yeah, the scheduling seemed to be a little weird this year. The scheduling was so weird. And so now what it was is that – and the other thing, the other problem with it is that you used to be able to walk into Hall D in and out, no problem. There was this area on the left-hand side. It was just just this massive area. It's like a – I wouldn't even call it a door. It's just just this large area, floor to ceiling, about 50 feet wide, and everybody would just like meander in and out of that. Nope, that was gone. Now what you had to do is you had to wait online to get into Hall D. So if you're, so the point, so the, so that's the setup. The problem is that if you had a panel in the North Hall and you wanted to get to the next panel in Hall D, <laughs> no, it wasn't going to happen. Not unless you either mm. left one early or you got to the other one really late. Mm. And so, yeah, I didn't like that. Um, a lot of people were complaining about that um, on escalators. I would hear people talking on lines about that. It's like, oh, I wanted to see this panel, but I couldn't because I wanted to stay at this one. Right. Uh, and you had to go across the campus. Um, okay, so the voice actor panel for, for WoW was incredible. I would say the last 20 minutes were incredible. Well, okay. Okay. So it is it is done differently than they have done it in the past. I, I admit that. But um from one thing, you know, the way that Andrew described everything was like how they set it up and how they get everybody together was just it, it was the insight on that was great. Um getting the actors from uh from the two cinematics to act it out on stage. Like the place went, there was a standing O. I have never seen a standing O at BlizzCon. Well, it was very good. And also, I liked the, 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 the movie that they showed of mm-hmm. the actor playing Thrall and the actor playing Sour Fang. Well, Metzen, yeah. Who were, who were improvising against yes. each other. And that was really good. Yes. My complaint about the voice actor ones as opposed to the ones they've had before is it they think it, it was like over half an hour before any of the voice actors actually said anything um mm, yeah i see your point but um i i, I applaud it, it was andrea's her name yeah i applaud her enthusiasm but she's 
get she was very repetitive in the first 10 minutes what she said in the first 10 minutes could have been consolidated into two Mm -hmm. and i i would have liked to have heard more from the voice actors yeah and less from i mean hearing from the directors and everything that was very interesting but that's not who people came for Mm, fair point so um i just think that and the the last part where they live acted that last cinematic was was amazing. Yeah, yeah I, I have it to really say, was. the last twenty minutes was really. In fact, I was I was talking. I, I had missed the original one because I had to, I had to take my car in to have its sound system replaced. I had foolishly uh, scheduled this for right in the middle of BlizzCon, mm-hmm. and. Um, so I was watching it and I'm, I'm on discord and I was basically bitching mightily for the first half, half an hour. And I was going, don't worry, it gets better. It gets better. Just, just <laughs> hang on. It gets better. And it did. It did. But the first half hour was a bit tedious. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I didn't see the overwatch voice actor panel cause I was somewhere else. And then, you know, overlap and all, mm-hmm. all that. Um, Oh boy. What else? So the people that I saw, um, it's the 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 uh, number of people I saw this year is I think was um, probably the most. So I made a list because <laughs> I wanted to make sure I didn't forget anybody. Um, I think this is kind of in order. So uh, this who is around here anyway, um, but it's always good to see her. Uh, Pat Crane, uh, haven't met him before. He was he was so good to talk to. Um, Patrick, everybody knows Patrick. He came uh-huh. all the way from Europe to be here, so it was so good to see him. Finally met Allie, um, and we spent a, a lot of time together, including making lightsabers in Disneyland on <laughs> yeah, Sunday. Yeah, I, I saw the picture you tweeted of that. Yeah. So Allie and uh, her husband uh, were there. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Allie, we call him. But, um, Mr. Allie, yeah. yeah uh, no, Sniper Frog DX. Uh, Frasley, um, who, by the way, I did not know was so tall. As tall as you? <laughs> Almost. Wow, that's yeah. tall. Um, Josh from Countdown to Classic came all the way from Australia. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I spent a good chunk of time talking to him. Uh, Makes me feel like a slug that I didn't come from New York. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, but it was expensive, though. Last minute. Um, Jen from Morley Gray. We met up in Disneyland. Yep. Cool. Yes. Uh, Jocelyn from Angry Chicken. Uh, Cinder from CinderSays.net. She was a sweetheart. I could have talked to her for a long time, but she wanted to get in line for um, Christy Golden. I was, like, mm. yeah. I was like, I know my place versus Christy Golden. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, because how many times do you get a chance to meet no, Christy I Golden? No, I know, I know, I know. I'm being funny. Um, but you know, if I forgot anybody, I apologize. But it's it's been such a, a great time seeing and talking to so many people. Um, let me well, see. that's the part that that that's the part that I really would like to you know to go for for that is mm-hmm. just to be able to to meet some people in person and, yeah. and and see them and such. So I mean, as weird as it is to think of, we have not actually met in person since one time. Once we've met once, and that was right after the release of Burning Crusade. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I met Perculia. Yes, yes. That was... Did you say hi for me? I did. I absolutely did. And she's a sweetheart as well. It was, it was nice to talk to her briefly because um, she was getting pulled oh, in 8,000 directions. But 
Yeah, um, I didn't I didn't bother emailing her until after BlizzCon to offer to write guides for Shadowlands and then she immediately turned around and assigned me two of them. By the way, um, my upcoming guides on that will be an overview of sha- of the covenants and the overview of the leveling mm-hmm. uh, changes in Shadowlands, and I'm also going to be writing the in-depth guides to all the covenants. So nice, very cool stuff. Um, okay, speaking of Shadowlands, so I went to the uh, WoW uh, deep dive for Shadowlands. Oh, that was great. Um, that was that was really good. I, to be honest with you, I actually wish that they had more of that, and. I can understand why they don't. They have to cram everything into an hour, but I really could have sat there for three hours and just listened to them talk about it. Now, I have to ask you, because as I said, on the virtual ticket, we couldn't hear people's reactions Mm -hmm. to things. What was people's reactions to the announcement that there was going to be a level squish from 120 to... 50. I really don't remember there being anything. It was just sort of like, well, I, I think people expect, no, people, everybody expected that, I think, because they said that in the, in the beginning of uh, last year, mm. um, last BlizzCon, I think they said that um, this was actually going to happen. They're going to have to do a level squish. So I don't think anybody cares. Now, I don't care either. I don't but- care either. Is there anything in there that got a particularly strong reaction one way or another? Yes. I will t- I don't know. <laughs> this you might have heard. During the uh the WoW Q&A, somebody asked about flying and Ian said that you're going it's going to be the same system and there were so many boos. <laughs> so many. Oh, um, we're going to do another grind, huh? It's going to be another grind. Yep. Um yeah. Any talk about maybe, you know, grandfathering in Draenor or anything like that for, because I mean, one of the things that came up uh, for those, we're going to, you know, we're, we're mostly talking about your BlizzCon experience, the BlizzCon experience yeah. here, but the next show, we're going to be talking a little bit more in depth about yeah. um, the, the actual changes, but I mean, one of the big leveling changes is that in the new level switch from 10 to 50, experienced players will be able to choose any of the existing eight expansions to level up in. Yes. Which I think is amazingly cool. Yeah. But there has also been some lobby that there be some grandfathering in a flying, particularly for Draenor and possibly for Legion. Um, I think that was I, I have vague recollections of that. Maybe somebody asked, and I I don't think there was a definite answer about that. Um, another thing that got booze was that somebody not as many, but somebody had asked a question about whether or not um, the um, they're going to be looser restrictions on Horde and Alliance teaming up, like with your friends. And Ian said once again, that's one of the pillars of WoW. But here's the problem that I have with that. That would be fine, except that this is the third time that they've alluded to the fact that there's going to be a change in the game, right? You look at the conversations that they're having now. It's like, well, you know, like what makes us different this time? It's like, well, you know, we're older or something like that. It's like, you know, this whole faction thing is getting ridiculously long. And then, you know, there's the whole faction issue. And then you, you get to this point where you just go, well, are, are, are we all going to team up or not? 
you know, at the end well, of the expansions. Like, meaning, what I mean by that is like, are they are they alluding to the fact that the next expansion is going to have some looser restrictions? And and you can see that it's it's as plain as day in this expansion in BFA right now. It's like we have to get together and be blah blah blah. It's like, and and what's going to happen at the end? We're going to be fighting again. It's like it's you know, it might be one of the pillars of of the game, but it's getting old. Well, the thing is, is that how many times have we done this? Three. Every expansion Three seems to be, you know, yep. every every one of the last few expansions has always been the same thing. We're fighting one another, but then we all have to come together yep. to fight a common foe. Yep. Do we learn nothing from this? And the thing is, is that the covenant system yeah. that is being introduced in Shadowlands seems to be a perfect opportunity to allow for, again, I mean, this is the afterlife. Yeah. Politics should not matter in the afterlife. And each of the four covenants is dedicated to a particular set of responsibilities and goals mm -hmm. and personality. Like take Bastion. Bastion is the angelic guides. They're the ones that that um, that ferry your soul from yeah. the living to the dead. It, it's service. It's about purity and righteousness. That isn't just alliance. There are pe there are people. I'm I'm fully intending to take my undead warrior mm -hmm. through Bastion. Um, that is a perfect opportunity to let that political break between, and it is political. Let's it let's is. let's it let's is. call it what it is. Between the Horde Alliance, if you're all members of Covenant of the Covenant of Bastion, yep. shouldn't you all be able to work together? Yeah, and. I'm I'm getting a little. I just want to be clear about this. I'm not advocating for the end of the faction war. It just would be nice if I could play with Ren once in a while. Mm -hmm. You know that would be nice. Um, and I'm I'm just I'm getting sick and tired of the tease. It's a tease. Oh, yeah. you know things are going to get better. Nope. Things are going to get better. Nope. Nope. Like three times now. And you then, think after everyone was dead, this wouldn't matter anymore? Seriously. Um, well, I mean, no. I mean, yeah, I realize that one of the pillar issues of the Shadowlands is that you aren't really dead. And in fact, one of the reasons why you're able to not be trapped in any of these realms is because you are a hero who has the ability to bridge between the living and the dead. Mm -hmm. I understand that. But politics really oughtn't matter here. This the covenant system was custom built to allow for this, I think. And Blizzard got a little cowardly on this. Well, okay, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole on this, but let's let's talk about this for a second. The faction war is a pillar of the game, yes. Um, but then why tease it? Why tease? Why tease that that's going to change? That okay. So then, let's say hypothetically that the faction war goes away. Mm -hmm. um, that that won't work. Okay. So then, where do you where does that leave us? Um, you can still have war mode on. They got rid uh -huh. of PvP servers, which I think was a huge mistake. Me too. Um, so you have to have the fight. But now with war mode, you can choose to fight. Mm -hmm. Therefore, if if PV or if the faction war is a pillar of the game as stated, then why get rid of 
why get rid of PvP servers if their if their reasoning was now you can play with your friends without it having to be on a PvP server? Okay, let's expand that and let's allow players to play with their friends without having to be on the same faction. Mm-hmm. Now, so that's the way I see it. Is is that I think it's time. I, I really do. I think it's time for them to relax them a little bit. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Why is it that we can't talk to the other faction, but everybody in the cinematics can? Right. And it just well, seems and, so Anduin, dumb. Anduin and, and Sourfang are... They're buddy-buddy. It's fine. But you I know, can't they're... talk to ZugZug. You know, yeah, I can't talk to you, and except through chat, you know, we can we can talk to each other through through eggs, uh, but that's it. Um, yeah, and or you know, can we make the pandas truly neutral? Yeah, I don't know. Um, okay. So, um, I, I I've never really understood complete. Well, I mean, I understand it, but I don't. Why is it that because we have this factional divide, we can't talk to each other? Are we totally incapable of learning each other's languages? I know why they did this. Because way back when, way, 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 way back, when they had the original Warcraft beta, the idea was that the undead would be the translators. Mm -hmm. Because they were humans who had been infected by the scourge, they could talk to both sides. But what they found is, you know, typically they spend all their time trash talking each other. Mm-hmm. So they that's what they were used for. So they decided to cut this off. Now, pandas still have the ability, if they're talking Pandaren, Pandaren Alliance and Horde can talk to each other. But who has Pandaren turned on all the time? Yeah, It's not like how it worked in... EverQuest, where if you knew a language, you could always understand it. Mm-hmm. If you have Pandaren turned on, suddenly you can't understand Common, which makes absolutely no sense to me. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I understand where this came from, but it's still from a logic standpoint, it makes no sense. No. No, it doesn't make any sense. Um, the other thing, I, I don't remember where this is mentioned, but at the same time, you know, you hear in the audience for the horde, for the alliance, right? So that's not going to go away if they relax the rules a little bit. No, they- you're still going to shoot. I mean, you still have people in, you know, in in opposite sides of a of a football game. Yeah. And mostly they're not trying to kill each other. <laughs> Except, you know, if you're talking about a, you know, a Giants and Eagles game. (laughs) (laughs) That's a whole different story, right? That's a whole different story there. But Um, um, for the most part, you know, I think that people can be good natured about it. They can. And then if I'll I'll put it to you this way, if our if our fictional leaders can learn to talk to each other and live with each other and understand each other, then I should be able to raid with Ren. Our fictional factionals. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. It, it, it's, it boils down to that. Learn from this example. Learn from the example that they're setting in the cinematics. If they can do it, why can't we? Right. Well, I mean, I will point out, I, do, I, have, a, I have a new level 120 Gnome Hunter now. I used my, my, uh, um, I, I used my um, level boost on her for pre-ordering Shadowlands. By the way, I ordered Epic. Um, I ordered Epic, too. 
Well, because I figured out there, uh, for those of you who may not know, uh, Shadowlands is available for for pre-order. There are three levels. There's the normal, there's ep- uh, heroic and epic. The difference between heroic and epic is you get a pet with epic and some other stuff. But the other thing that you get with epic is 30 days of game time, mm-hmm. which when you figure in the value of that, the cost between heroic and epic is just isn't that much. No. If you pay monthly, it's five bucks. Uh, yes. And then at the same time, I bought the legend, uh, the, uh, the um, what is it, the 15th anniversary box. So I got mm-hmm. 30 days game time from that and 30, game, 30 days game time from um, Shadowlands Epic. Although so. I will say, have you tried the mount from the Shadowlands, that yeah, worm thing? I, I, it was, it's okay. It, it wiggles a little too much, but it's okay. A little too much? I had to take antacids. I was so seasick. After five <laughs> minutes of this, I thought I was going to throw up. Oh, okay. And I am not prone to motion sickness. I have crossed the Gulf Stream the, I, 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 in a boat from Miami to Bahamas mm-hmm. with, you know, with 12-foot seas, and the boat's slamming down on, on these, and my stomach is fine. Five minutes on that freaking worm mount, and I was ready to puke. So, <laughs> so many years ago, I was in Boston, and we went on a whale watching thing, and I didn't throw up, but I was close. All right, I'm logging have, into the game real quick. But I have a stomach of iron when it comes to most motion sickness. I couldn't take five minutes on this on this mount. I don't even remember what the name of the mount is. I'm never getting out of it. <laughs> you don't know. You don't care. I don't care. I mean, and I I use the celestial, um, like the celestial. Oh yes, it's not that bad. I'm told it's like the Riddler's mind worm as far as the movement goes. Oh my god, I literally had to go take. I literally had to go take antacids. What? No, you're not kidding. You actually had to do that. Yes, I am not kidding. I had to take medication. Wow. Because I was afraid I was going to throw up. It was that bad. Okay, so oh yeah, it does. Yeah, well, uh, see now this doesn't bother me though. Oh, I don't know why, but it just—I was—I was so motion sick after just a five, just a few minutes of being on. Oh, that. I okay, no, I see why. Because if I move my camera up and down, it feels like the mount is moving against the camera. Yeah. Because it goes up and down and up and down, and so if you hit the camera movement at the wrong time, oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I get it. But I used my 120 boost on my gnome because I she was like level 50, mm-hmm. and you don't with the regular races. I really wanted the gnome heritage armor. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, specifically, I wanted the goggles on top of the head. I didn't care about the rest of it. I just wanted the goggles. Um, but if you if you boost an allied race, you don't yeah. get the heritage armor. But if you boost a regular race, you do. You just have to get to exalted with um, with Nomergon, and that took me just a few passes with the Nomergon Tavern and all of the the, um, the 15th anniversary buff and the Dark Moon Fair buff. It took me just a few passes through Magister's Terrace to get that. So I know that you'll be on that mount that you hate at least two more times. Oh. Do you know why? Why? Did you happen to mouse over the backpack on the back of the thing? No. It gives you a quest. Oh, dear. <laughs> 
You oh, have damn. to now. I don't know exactly how you do this because I found it just before we started recording. But when you click on it, this NPC comes up and it gives you a quest to kill. F- you have to kill forty something or others. I don't know, forty powerful mobs or something like that. And then when you do, you get um, uh, some armor set. Okay. <laughs> I'll have to buy Dramamine. That's all there is to it. Yeah. I mean, you had me at Quest. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, yeah, I'm in. I'm so, in. yeah, when you, when you get it, you know, the, the thing is wiggling. But um, I noticed that while it was doing that, my cursor moved over the thing, and it was a gear. I'm like, what the hell is this? Why is there a gear? on? I thought maybe it was, like, passing through, and, like, there was something to click right, on underneath right. it. And I click it, and then this NPC comes up with an exclamation point over his head. I'm like, oh, there's something for me to do. Oh, dear. <laughs> uh, damn it. So. Oh, well. Um, but I did I did the Gnome uh, Heritage Armor quest. It wasn't particularly hard. It's kind of fun, actually. But, yeah. Um, and so she's got her little, her little goggles. Her name is Beep, which Beep. I, I love. Beep. I love her name. And she has her pets. Her name are Purr and Click, because everything has to be automatic. Uh, anyway, nice. um, so, yeah, the that was that's pretty cool. Um, so you, you mentioned a few things that were booed. Were some things that were cheered more than like others? Everything else. Oh, yeah. Everything else is just everybody was, like, really happy about that. Um, let me see what else. I have some other things that I wanted to mention. Um, the biggest problem I think with BlizzCon as a whole is that they never announced what the hell the closing ceremonies were going to be. And they so, never announced it. No, not until six forty-five on Saturday night. Wow, that's so like I'm an hour I'm, and fifteen minutes before you're supposed to be there, isn't it? It's forty-five minutes. Mm. So here's the thing: I was in downtown Disney eating dinner. I'm just like if if there's anybody worthy of of being announced, they would have announced it. There were mm-hmm. like the Rolling Stones. I'm like, no, the Stones would never do anything like this. There were some people who were saying Metallica. Metallica, which I wouldn't do it. I'm not. I'm a, I'm a metal fan, but man, I just I do not like Metallica. Um, don't at me. Um, uh, I thought that maybe it could be Maiden. I'm like. Mm, not a, maybe. Um, somebody said that Weezer was supposed to be the band, but then they backed out for whatever reason. Um, th- there are a lot of things going on, but I, I mean, I heard so many people just again, like it's just people sitting with me or you know, like walking around. It's like, well, uh, what do you want to do for you know what's going on closing ceremonies? Because people wanted to eat. Yeah. I mean that basically what it boiled down to is like what did we want to what do we want to do for dinner? Yep. So the bands were the Glitch Mob, Haywire, and Fitz and the Tantrums. Never heard of any of them. Well, what's funny was I mentioned this to Kryler, and he's like, "Oh my god, the Glitch Mob was there." I was like, "Yeah, who are they? Who the hell are they?" Yeah. He's, turns out he's got a lot of Glitch Mob on one of his on some of his playlists, so oh. he was he was excited about it. But I'd never heard of any of these guys. Okay. Um, what else? The lines for merchandise were insane. Um, so that was a problem. Was there good merch? You know, I, I went downstairs to take a look at some of it. It's okay. I'll put it to you this way. There, was there good merch? Yes. Was it worth waiting online for two hours? No. 
Not in my opinion. Um, I could not find my Overwatch shirt, so I wanted to find an Overwatch shirt just to buy one. And I, mm-hmm. I, I was like, I'm not going to wait two hours online. And then it turns out that there was this trailer next to the grounds that was selling Overwatch stuff. But uh. I didn't find it until it was late and there was no line. I'm like, oh, well, whatever. Um, okay, so what else? Um, real quick, the 15th anniversary event is going on right now. Yes. Make sure that you get it and you click that anniversary buff thing because it, it lasts the entire length. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, we are in the process. Actually, they're doing it tonight. Um, but Wednesday Night Normals is arranging for raids on the various things that you need to do to get the World Breaker mount. And please remember that you have to get the quest from Chromie to start this. Yes, and also remember the safety bands. So I did one wing already. Tried doing the other wing for Wrath of Lich. So I did, oh, it was the Outland one that I did. I, I went to do the the, the, bleh, the Wrath of the Lich King one, and people uh-huh. could not do Hegan. I'm like, come on, people. It's not that They hard. don't know. Well, we didn't call it safety dance. We called it the Dance Dance Revolution. Yeah, true. Um, but that's what the achievement is called. But anyway, um, yeah. Hegan, just... in, it's, it's in it's in Ramus. Yeah. Right? So what, yeah. So what happens? There are four areas that you have to run, run to. So... There's poison that comes up in three of the quadrants, and you have to be on the fourth. And it moves one, two, three, four, four, three, one, two, three, four, three, two, one, two, three, four, like that. And mm-hmm. people just don't know how to move. Even when they put a an X on somebody and said follow the X, stay with it, people still died. I'm like, oh, great. So anyway, um, so the 15th anniversary edition. Um, Let's see. You get a uh, you get a buff. You get a rep and XP buff. So now is the time to finish up. Fifteen percent. Fifteen percent. And plus, if you do the world quest uh, weekly, you get an extra fifty. So that's seventy five percent. So XP. get get your dark moon. Mm-hmm. Get your wow fifteenth and world quest buffs up until Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So you've got no excuse not to not to get exalted with Rust Bolt. Yes, that's what time. I'm going to do. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do it tonight because it's a little late, but um, this weekend I'm going to do it. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> Finally get flying. Oh, yeah. Um, this is the first time I logged into retail in months. Yeah, I know. I did when I when I When I boosted Beep, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm moving so freaking fast. I know, really. Um, I know. I, I'm I'm sort of at this point now, where um, I don't know what to do in classic anymore. It's like, you know, I got my 120. I got it. I got my epic. I you got mean my... you mean in retail? No, in classic. You don't know. You said you got 120 in classic. That's, I meant 60. Okay, um, so I, I you were crossing the streams there, so I was a little confused. Yeah. So start over. <laughs> no, uh, the point is, is that I, I got to 60. I got my uh, robe of the archmage, and you know I've done the whole raiding, farming, blah blah blah. It's like okay, well that was a fun ride. It's always there if I ever need it to be there. If I ever want to play again, I think I'm done. Didn't now. you want to? Didn't you want to level your priest? I did. Um, I'll probably do that over Christmas break. Mm-hmm. Well, where where I am right now is you know I'm totally utilitarian here. I did get my en- enchanted gold. Uh, 
blood robe for my my warlock and um so that was nice but um frankly i mean my wowhead stuff has been kind of moved to writing shadowlands stuff right now mm. so um i'm not playing a lot of classic because i am working on shadowlands things yeah at the moment. So, you know, as I said, I, I kind of am unfortunately taking some somewhat of a utilitarian um, take on I'm playing whatever wow heads. I mean, there's there's no beta for Shadowlands yet right. or anything like no, that. No, no, no. But right. I, I'm paying for whatever wow heads is asking me to write about. So um that's kind of where where I am at the moment. Mm-hmm. And also I, I have been playing a little Diablo three just because, you know, the Diablo 4 thing got me kind of all excited about yeah. playing Diablo again. I love Diablo. Good. Uh, uh, that's all I've got written down. Well, that's fine. I mean, next next time we, we get together, we can talk about the specifics of Shadowlands and, and our take on those things. But I really wanted this one to be about, you know, Starman goes to BlizzCon yep. and... Uh, so that was kind of it was kind of cool to hear how the differences were between you know what I see seeing in my sitting in my living room, especially since as I said the way that they had the audio running, mm-hmm. you couldn't hear the audience reaction a lot of time. Yeah. Oh, did you go to the cosplay uh, exhibition? No, I did not because it was at Downtown Disney. Mm. I will say this: I'm still like girlfriend. You guys gotta sell the costumes better oh yeah but the quality of the costumes this year was so much better than last year it's not even funny so definitely watch it because some of those costumes were amazing okay uh that's all i've got yeah i think that does it for this time all right how yeah ren how does everybody get a hold of you i am on twitter at workcast underscore renata i am on uh email at renata at worldofwarcast.com and i am on our twitter our twitter our discord that's what that thing is called our discord at worldofwarcast.com all right star mike on twitter world of warcast on twitter world of warcast at gmail.com is our email address i want to thank everybody for listening we'll talk to you later well i probably ought to also mention renata kane on wowhead there you go so k-a-n-e like mm. solomon kane because that's who i was named after okay talk to you later Bye-bye.